to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, go follow me there. Those are the two social media places that I'm the most active. I love Instagram really the most. Um, I'm at Strict Anonymous there. If you want to be on my show, this is a call and show, call and advice show. I like to say I love to give my advice. It's unprofessional because I'm not... A therapist or anything, but I do like to give an advice. But a lot of times I just, you know, people are just calling in to tell me about their naughty secret lives because people remain anonymous on my show. It's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's names as well as everybody's voices. Okay. So you want to come on and confess or talk about your interesting secret life. You could do that. Or if you're somebody that has a problem, and you need unprofessional advice because you either have no friends or your friends don't want to fucking hear it anymore. <laughs> you can be on my show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or just follow me on Instagram or Twitter at strictanonymous and send me a DM. I also have a confessions line. You could call that 24-7. I'm just gathering confessions. I post them on my Patreon now. Um, I changed those voices as well. So if you just have a short, quick confession that you want to get off your back while remaining anonymous, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That number, as well as the emails and everything you need, that I just told you about is in the description. All those links are there. So listen, I do have an episode with Layla from the Curious Girl Diaries. Me and her taped a whole convo about anal. That's right, anal sex. (laughs) Two girls just rapping about it. I think I'm gonna maybe air that here. Maybe do a girl talk session like every other Friday when I'm not doing my fetish Fridays, like two extra bonus episodes, me talking to another girl, like another female podcaster about SEX. Would that be fun? DM me. Let me know what you think. Tell me where me comment someplace, wherever you can (laughs) or email me. Tell me what you think about that. So anyway, I'm going to get right to my guest today. His name is Richard. Richard, I mean, I feel like that's like an old man's name, but he's a young guy, okay? Richard and his girl are on their second marriages. They are married together. They started off like just like having all kinds of crazy sex because he was married when he met her. Um, But they opened up their relationship and they were swingers, like from kind of like from the get-go. They full swap, they hook up with other couples, you know, he's very into pegging and butt play. We talk a lot about that because that also leads into his interest in being with a guy. He's gotten BJs from guys, but never full on guy on guy action, but that's on his bucket list. So his gangbangs are on their bucket list. <laughs> but before we get to their bucket list, they go over that. He goes over that at the end. He talks all about like, you know, the couples that they hooked up with, uh, the first one, how the woman was like really into fisting. <laughs> um, but like, you know why they're into it, what they get off on. Uh, they're both to me like kind of cucks. They both really love seeing each other with other people. He loves sharing pics about, uh, of his wife. He sent me in pics of his wife, not X-rated pics, but R-rated pics. So if you want to see those, go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. On my Patreon, you're going to see anonymous pics of most all, like mostly all of my female guests. You're also going to see a video of me without my face, but you see my body doing my whole 500th episode where I interviewed myself. But you also, like I said, get uh, pictures of all my female guests as well as all these episodes early and ad-free, plus all my anonymous confessions, plus some Q&As and a whole bunch of extra stuff over there. It's only $5 a month and you can cancel at any time. Oh my God. 
That was a lot in one breath. I think I was just talking. <laughs> um, but he did send me in pics because he does like to share pics of his wife. She's down with that. She's in the know. She, uh, they listen to my podcast together and share episodes. They live apart. So they do a lot of like fantasy stuff right now. He explains why they live apart. And right now they're just for like six months they've lived apart. They do a lot of fantasy talk and videos and stuff like that. She's very into him being with a guy. Uh, they have had some MMFM threesomes. They also have had other like just threesomes with one-off guys, right? And they talk about who those guys were. And they both made an OnlyFans page. He did too. Uh, and then he talks about what they posted on there and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, wait a second. I forgot he also bought a sex doll and he like fucks it inside. He like fools around with it and sends her videos. I mean, this is how they get each other off living far away. Uh, and that's what we talk about, all that kind of good stuff. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Richard. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Richard. Uh, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So Richard, I'm going to give your little... Uh, brief history of your life and then you're gonna get into it you know you are married you're in an open are you married is married right i am married yes yeah you're in an open marriage now we're gonna talk about how you got to that place you guys have been swingers now for some reason your wife lives apart from you and you're doing like this long distance thing and the twist is that you know, she was like, somehow it came up that you could go and like get some guys on the side and, you know, do some of that kind of stuff and send her pics and that turns her on. And that's where you guys are at now, correct? That is correct. But let's talk about how you got here. Because I know that that's like, you know, that for me, and I think for most of my listeners, that's always the interesting part. You know, how did a couple, you sound young, you know, go from like, I'm assuming you were monogamous when you first met to opening up the relationship and really being open enough to talk about all these things and do all these things. Yeah, it was, uh, it's been a long ride and it was interesting getting here for sure. Yeah. That's the story we want to hear. So it's, I don't know where it begins. Where, where do you think is the best place to start? All right. So I guess I can say we started in, in an interesting kind of place. I was married when I met her. Yes. Yes. That <laughs> is interesting. Really me <laughs> yep, messed up relationship, more or less. Um, so when I did meet her, uh, I was married, and that kind of led to the secret, crazy life that we started living. And then um, I eventually got away, left my wife, and she was freshly out of out of the marriage as well. So we had both been in long term relationships. So we got to the point where we realized that. We, we knew what we wanted, more or less, for this time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, learned from the first mistakes. Right, right. right. Yeah. So we did. We, we know all our mistakes that we've made so far. And so it, it's easier to push forward with those. Mm -hmm. um, so that led into the craziness. Uh, we always, the both of us had very strong sexual drives. So, I mean, we, there pretty much wasn't anywhere that we didn't have sex in somehow or some way. I mean, the first few days, it or not days, the first few years, it was three to four times a day. Wow. Yes, it, it was crazy. Wait, quick question, because I just want a little backstory in the cheating, because cheating sex is always funny to me, because a lot of times it's like in the back of a car, or in the back of a grocery store, parking lot, you know, because where else do you go when you're married and, you know, you have, you, you know, you're cheating. But how long were you, was your affair with her, how long was that before you left your wife? So we'll, we'll call it the affair part was about two months before I left my wife. Oh, okay. Started to leave my wife. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of sex in a lot of different places. But what, during the cheating part, uh, we would back of the cars, uh, on the side of the roads, um, parking lots. I, I had a, a trailer at the time at a, at a, a good buddy's house. So my trailer spent a lot of time in there mm -hmm. um and so uh, pretty much anywhere you can think of that you can halfway find some privacy 
we did it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound super young now. I mean, how old are you now? Uh, mid-30s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that three to four or two to three to four times a month um, isn't necessarily as much anymore. Still one to two times a sorry, a day. A day. Yeah, the day. Yeah, three <laughs> to four times a day isn't as much anymore. It's now one to two. Yeah. And then we moved into this uh, life moved on and we now live 2,000 miles apart from each other. Uh, we, we did swinging. We've been with a few couples. We're very picky on who we swing with um, for safety reasons, of course. Mm-hmm. So we, we've been with a few long-term couples. They're generally good friends of ours. And so that led us to where we are today in which <clears throat> we had the long conversation, sorry, of we had that awkward butt play conversation. Right? right. This was when we when we were still dating, we had that awkward butt play conversation. I remember it almost clear as days. We're in my trailer and she's just kind of hinting at it. And I was not quite sure if that's what she was hinting at. And I I can't say like most men, but a lot of men have that curiosity. And I, I did. But you the stigma of today's world, I didn't want to just come out and say it. Yeah, so right. Was, Can you shove something up my ass? <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show if you have a short confession that you want to get off your back call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579 that's 347-420-3579 you could call that number 24 7 i change all the voices on the confessions too so you remain anonymous the number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones. I talk to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Yeah, so it was it was a very awkward moment. And then we eventually got to that point to where we started saying, you know, have you ever done this before? Do you want to do it? Do you like this? And it's kind of both questions back and forth. And that was what led to the more exciting, different things in our life. Um, the swinging and the, the butt play and that led into pegging, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had, yeah, I, I talked to a lot of people about it and they always laugh and they joke it. And I say, you got to try it. And they're yeah. a little, yeah, they're a little standoffish. I'm like, you don't understand what you're missing. I know it's true because, you know, I was always a three input girl. And when I had anal, I'm like, there's like, it's fucking nothing like it. Like if you could do it and do it the right way where it's not hurting, (laughs) the pleasure is like nothing you've ever experienced. I think there's like tons of nerves endings in there that, so it's just like the most intense thing. And I just think most guys and a lot of women are closed off. Women are closed off to it because so many guys, you know, that one time some guy just tried to shove it in in one second and that's like the wrong way to do it. So of course that girl is like traumatized. But most guys are like, no way do they even go there because of the stigma. And it they're crazy because look, you tried it and you're like, holy shit. Right. And, and I want to say a lot of guys have that curiosity and it, it stems from, you know, their youth. But the, you got to get past that stigma and you just got to go out and try it as well as I can't speak for women, but I've, I've really come to find out that most women are into it. They just don't want to say they are into what pegging a guy or getting fucked yeah. in the ass too. 
all the above. Right. right? <laughs> all the above. They, they're willing, they're, they're experimental. I mean, if yeah. you have that wife who, you know, has that mindset of willing to explore new things, likely she probably is. You mm-hmm. just have to get past that awkward conversation. And that's the spot. Yes, I think sometimes it's really scary for somebody to sit across from somebody else and say like, oh, yeah, like these are my fantasies or things that I'm really into the dirty things. You know, it's like I I could totally understand a lot of people being shy and keeping a lot of the stuff that they're into to themselves. I think that happens more than it doesn't. I think there's more people out there that are, you know, undercover jerking off to things that they fantasize about that their partners have no idea, you know, more so than the couple that is very open about it. I think most people aren't. And I understand why, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you might feel nervous that someone would judge you. Right. Understood. Uh, And, my wife and I are both very open, outspoken people. So once we, you know, find out we like something, we'll tell you about it. But I also think the way you guys started, it made it easier because, like, that girl wasn't sitting across from you trying to, you know, be the woman that you take home on Thanksgiving and the woman that you put a ring on it. You know, a lot of times women are in that position, right? Because they want to settle down. They want, you know, they want this guy to like them. And the, the stigma is for women a lot is like, oh, if you fuck him on the first night or he's going to think you're a whore. I mean, there definitely is that thing going on. So women try to, a lot of times, I think, go in, you know, as girlfriend material instead of like a fuck buddy, you know, they don't lead with that. But because you and your girl were like, all it was was sex at that point in the beginning. Like she could just be her freaky self with you. Do you know what I mean? She wasn't trying to put, you know, show you everything else that you would get. She was like, let's just fuck. And she, you know, she, that's what she was bringing where a a lot of times, like I said, women don't tend to lead with that in regular relationships because you don't want to, because you don't want it to just, you don't want to just be a fuck buddy. So I think that that's E it's so you guys just slid in that way right from the get go. So you're kind of lucky. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah I, I think that as well as the fact that both of us are sexually open. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, willing to try anything. If you, Sex, what people don't understand is sex can be so so much fun if you're willing to try new things. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, if yeah. you try it once, if you don't like it, don't do it again. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me about the to. swinging. Like, did you do the swinging before the pegging? Like, let's like, because you're just briefly like, you know, you told your whole life story and got to the place where you are, you are now. Like what? Like, go back to when you guys started talking about becoming swingers and then those couples that you met. So uh, when we started, you know, we, we talked, we drive walking around in town and driving around. And you see somebody like, oh, she's hot, you know, talking about our interest in this person. And so that kind of her openness to talk about it with me really left that door open to talk about more. And then, you know, we had the butt play conversation. Mm-hmm. And once you got through that butt play conversation, then really I, the, the conversation about swinging was pretty easy. Like you want to try a different couple or bring a girl in or a guy in. You know, and we we decided to try a different couple. Um, and so it took us a long time to find somebody that we could bring in, somebody we can trust. For for us, it's, you know, some people, swingers, they just want to go to parties. They want to fucking have fun. For us, we were both very emotionally attached people, I guess we can say. I mean, yeah. our, as, as wild as our sex is, our passion is just as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're both believe it. we we like the concept of you know having that friendship so we look for people that could be our friends if i can't bring you to a family barbecue i, I don't want you fucking my wife kind of well thing. how did you meet that first couple though i mean did you guys go on an app did you start did you pick I, up someone in a bar so i did i went on an app i went on a three fun it's an app uh-huh. um it wasn't bad. I, I talked to a lot of people. Uh, she doesn't like doing the online communication, so that's pretty much all me. I uh-huh. build the relationships, and we had a lot of talks about what we like, don't like, and you know, to now I can tell you exactly what her type of person is, and I can go find someone and really easy and determine. 
But back then, we had to find that fit of, you know, is it her type? Is it my type? Kind of, kind of thing. And so we did. We went on an app, and I had conversations with them all. Um, for, I mean, the first couple we met, I think I talked to on and off for like six months before we actually got to the point to where introduced my wife to them and we had the conversation. And, and, what, they, and that, right. And then when did you hook up? Um, we hooked up just shortly after that, you know, first meeting greed and that meeting greed always generally turns to sex at that point. Um, and so it, it was, she, that, that couple was a lot of first for us. So, she was very much open to double stuffing and fisting and all that, which is not in either one of our realm. But oh, the wife, not your girl. The, no, the, not mine. Oh, the couple. So the other wife, yes. So she had a lot of big toys, um, really massive dildos, things that uh, we're not into, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My, my wife isn't into big cocks like, you know, some people are. Yeah, massive insertion. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So for us, it was a new experience when, you know, they pulled out their, their toolbox and their seats, giant dildos in there. And she wanted to, you know, stick two of them, three of them in there and stretch herself out for fisting. Oh, so okay. <laughs> like I said, not our realm, but, you know, when you're when you're there, you got to try something new. <laughs> oh, but so, did you all fist the wife? <laughs> We did. We oh did. I'm not going to lie. It was an interesting <laughs> experience watching my wife as another woman. Did she like um, it? Did your wife like it? She enjoyed the, the moment. Right. But I wouldn't say we, we're not looking to do it again. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But she enjoyed the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So at that point, we'd only ever played with bi women. Finding bi men is really hard. Yeah. And so... We're also only looking for bi women. We never had that. We haven't had that bi man conversation, and so we met with them quite a few times, and then we met into another couple. And but wait, quick question about like you know, because here you are going in. This is the first couple you fooled around with. You're fisting the wife. I know that went down, but I mean, did you do full swap? Did you have any rules or regulations with each other? Was it a free for all? I mean, did you like seeing your wife with the other woman? Like you know, because this was your first time sharing your partner, right? Yes, it was. So I guess like I say, what I learned out of a lot of this is I like watching her get fucked. You do, yeah. And in our conversations afterwards, it, it, we get off watching each other get off. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, for me, the excitement is watching her get fucked. The girl and girl play, it's it's fun, but it's not the trigger. Right. Watching her get bent over by another man and just railed is the trigger. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. So, and I can say pretty much the same for her, watching me fuck another woman and get off from it is what triggers her for her excitement. Okay, so you're both like little cucks. Two cucks together work. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I actually yeah. never thought of it that way, but yes. Yeah, she's a cuck queen. You're a cuckold. I mean, you don't have to. I don't think there has to be the hel- humiliation aspect to be a cuck. You know, sometimes it's there. That to me is like the truest cuck around. But, you know, people who really enjoy that visual like you guys do, I think that's a total cuck thing. And she is too. So you guys are perfectly suited. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Yeah, I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, we we I'm a very picture person, so I have lots of pictures and videos from all of our experiences, and um, kind of going through all this as well. I I trade pictures on the internet with other people, and she's aware of it. I use a another website called Wife Lovers, which is um, we're not into the porn thing, the scripted, the perfect hits, muscular man. Yeah. Um, it doesn't do us. We like real people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the website I go to is, isn't, isn't porn. It's 
you know, real people, real lives, real pictures, real videos, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. So that's, that's our thing is versus porn. So, um, so we, what do you do the, on there as far as like, do you s- show pictures of your wife and she knows about it? Like dirty pictures of you guys together, separate. I mean, what goes down there? So, so all the above. So, um, I, I, I share pictures of her. There's times where she actually will take pictures and videos and, you know, talk to the group, which I, I traded with on kick. It was basically a bunch of guys who traded pictures of their wives Okay. And I guess for me, I didn't get off on the other wives as much as I got off on other men wanting my wife. Yeah, I think that's probably what the other guys are there for too, don't you think? Yeah, uh, some of them, yes. Mm-hmm. And and that kind of, I've had a lot of long-term people that I actually have traded with and we had these conversations, but and those who we built up longer trading relationships, I guess we'll say, Mm-hmm. Uh, chatting relationships, we've been able to open up. And that's kind of where my bi curiosities came out a little more. Yeah. Because finding other men that are willing to talk about, yeah, I'm willing to try this, or I want to suck a cock, or take it in the ass, or be with your wife and you while well, this happens. So that's kind of where that led into my spark. Right. For the new curiosity. Yeah, but we're going to get there. That's good that we're going to go totally into there because that's where you are now. And I don't think you've been with a guy yet. But let me ask you this. So that after that first couple, like all that fisting going on, you see them a bunch of times. You're doing full swaps. You both love watching each other fuck other people. Like what, how many other couples did you see and what went down with them? So did have another couple. This was our first quarter together. Um, we Your met first with what? Squirter? Squirter. Okay. Yes, together. <laughs> so we met with them a, a handful of times. I mean, basically with these couples, we'd probably meet them more times not naked than we would naked. Okay. So um, we met with them a handful of times and he's well girthed and she's a, a petite Latina. She's she's smaller. Um, I, like, I like more meat on the bones, you know, mm-hmm. and... So, but she was, she was very pretty and this is kind of, we're both more into his build than hers, but you know, she was gorgeous and not going to turn, turn her down the same. And we just had compatibility. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's where our key is, is just compatibility. And so we, we met with them quite a few times and it's just standard swapping. Um, nothing, nothing crazy with them. A lot of, just a lot of getting drunk on tequila and having good times. Right. But she was a squirter. <laughs> she was a squirter. Mm-hmm. So, um, we met with a couple s- single guys. And the problem with single guys is most of them were married. And so meeting with them was hard because the challenges of their schedules and meeting. Yeah. So, the first guy we ever met uh, was understanding. It turned out that he knew who I was based on. I met him from Double List, actually. He knew who I was based on a tattoo that he saw on a picture. So when we first started talking, he's like, "Hey, I know who you are." Like what? Like what a how small the hell do you know world. who I am? Yeah. Yeah. And then so he's like, "Yeah, you're a tattoo." I'm like, "Oh, all right." I'm like he told me who he was. I'm like, "I don't remember you." but I met him like four years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> and had hooked up with him or just met him like for no, a job? No, just met him. Just casually, um, friend of a friend kind of thing. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yep. So to this day, I mean, he's, he's still around in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when I go back to my wife's state, um, we talk about meeting with him. Actually, it was there last, last week and he was supposed to meet us for a fun session. And he was unable to make it. But so were you on double list, like looking for a guy to come in and have a threesome with you and your wife, right? So a guy, so you could watch your wife with a guy. Yeah, all the above. So watching my wife with a guy, um, watching, having another couple join us. Um, my, one of my things was I wanted another woman who's into pegging, kind of having a femdom kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Still haven't done that, but 
So we're really open to trying a lot of new things. We're in the exploring phase, which we still are, because it's hard to, with our parameters of finding people, it's hard to find people we can trust and hook up with. Right. So we're still in the exploring phase. But it's basically anything and everything. If we haven't tried it, we'd like to still. Yeah, yeah. But when you met that guy from Double Lest, I mean, you were soliciting him to come and have sex with your wife while you watched or joined in? Joined in. Okay. And that's the threesome yeah. that you had with that guy. That's what you did with the guy that knew you. Yes. And it was never, I was never that full cup where I just want to watch. Mm-hmm. You like that's, to that's... join in. Yeah. Right, right. I, I, I enjoy to watch, yes, but I'm, I'm going to participate as well. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, actually, one one other guy, he was a very close family friend. Um, wow. So, How did you wrangle him in? Honestly, I, I don't even know. I don't know how we got there. I do know that when we did, it escalated quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was just, you know, dirty talk, ha-ha funnies back and forth. Yeah. And that led into the talk about our desires and our wants, wants, I guess. And he was another one of those guys similar to me where he has these curiosities of these fantasies. And he's never talked about them before because of the stigma. Very much alpha male in, in the real world. So, wait, so so the stigma wasn't, oh, he's going to fuck your wife. The stigma is some sort of guy-on-guy action. Is that what you're talking about with this yes. guy? Oh, okay. You yes, didn't say that. Guy. Okay, so this guy okay, is yeah. like, now you're looking for bi guys, because you haven't up until this point, right? No, I haven't. Um, the We weren't even looking for a bi guy. It just turned out in conversation. We had the same curiosities, and right. that led into our, I guess that really fueled my fire more towards the bi conversation and bringing a bi guy in. Mm-hmm. And so um, we, he was a close fan, or a close friend, I should say. And he, um, we met with him for the first time in like a play setting. And it, it was very informal, just kind of on the whim. And he, I would say he sucked me off. Right. So my wife was, the two of us were in front of each other and my wife would have been next to us. So he sucked me off until I came and while I was kissing my wife and I was kissing or I sucked him off while he was kissing my wife. It was quite the new experience. That was the first time you'd ever been with a dude, right? That was, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, getting to that point, there was that for sure those nerves but the comfort of the person. So that was, was our first experience. And Right. Okay. And how was it? It was good. Um, it was, it was fun. I, I don't, it was a blowjob. So, and it was pretty straightforward, no foreplay kind of stuff. So it was to the point and, you know, it was, it was a good blowjob for sure. Well, here you are a guy that has all these buy things. Was it like amazing? No, but but the thing is, I've never been really into blowjobs. That's not my, some people love it and that's not my love. Um, I'm, I really much enjoy ass play. Okay. So I'd rather get fucked than suck or be sucked. Okay. So it wasn't really your thing. No, and it wasn't bad. It was good. It Mm -hmm. just, it wasn't my fire. Okay. But it was a fun experience and it's something new and exciting. Now, we later also hooked up with the same guy. Um, We're driving somewhere, actually, and we took turns driving. So I fucked her in the backseat. And then I swapped driving positions with him, and he fucked her in the backseat while we were driving. Mm-hmm. And then we got we pulled over. Uh, I licked her clean. And that's something we enjoy also. i definitely all about cleaning. Right. Looking come from a pussy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I reclaimed her, I guess is what the word is. And we had sex again in the backseat. Right. You like that. Reclaim yes. sex. What is the Whatever yes. that's called. Yeah. Reclaiming sex. Yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah. And that's, that's a lot of our big thing with the swinging is the reclaim sex afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's watching each other with the other than just taking each other back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
so that was pretty much where we were with that guy. He he wants to do a lot more, very much into exploring um, anal sex and butt play and all the different forms of excitement we could, but we just haven't been able to get there. Mm-hmm. How come? Um, I guess we haven't been able to get there because um, we just haven't been able to squeeze off that, that private time and able to pull it off. You know, constantly having the people around and the the being able to at the right time. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I mean, we get to the point where your wife is supposedly, not supposedly, but she's like 2,000 miles away living someplace else. What What is that all about? And where does this guy live? And since you're dying to like be with a guy solo, how come you can't make that happen? Uh, it's another part of him being married thing and finding our trustworthy guy. Actually, I did find a guy here where I am. Um, and our one, we had a meeting greet and we discussed, you know, what the desires were, which is, you know, the conversations with my wife led to, you know, I, I wanted to watch you get fucked. I want to watch you suck another guy off. And there's a lot of dirty sexting back and forth with our desires. And so I used Grinder actually. She told me about it. And I, I used Grinder to try to find a guy. And I did. I found a local guy here to me because we are, you know, 2,000 miles apart. And so I met with him and I, I pretty much told him my story. I'm like, look, uh, I, I want to try these new things. I want to try um, getting fucked and fucking and I want to blow and be blown and just have fun with it. But the caveat is my wife wants it recorded or she wants to be on FaceTime while we do it. Mm-hmm. So there's that inner bit, that inner, that interplay, I guess, for the words, I don't know, um, of her being involved from a distance. And that, that's been a little harder to find, finding people willing to be recorded, but I did. And we had a meeting greet and just our conversations, his wife is very much into the same things. They just haven't talked about them as much. Um, and I guess then we talked about, you know, what his wife was into and how we can help spark that relationship. Because if he's open to it and she's okay with it and my wife's open to it and she's okay with me playing with men, like this could be something fun. Mm-hmm. This could be, you know, what we've always been looking for is get a big biology. Right. Because all the other couples you've hooked up with, the guys were not down for any kind of guy on guy action. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Can um, I ask you why your wife lives 2000 miles away? So this is a, a new thing. Um, I guess I'm going to say that I, I, I'm traveled for my kids. Um, it's, so my kids got moved away from me. Okay. So you went and moved where your kids are to be closer to them and she stayed yes. where you were or something like that? Yes. Cause she has kids back there. So it's okay. kind of a big complicated relationship. Right. right. How, um, uh-huh. How long you guys been together so far now? Just over five years. Okay. How long you lived apart? Like where she's, how long did this, you know, the distance thing come in? I know you guys like make it hot and make it work and we'll get back to that. But like, how long have you been, you know, living separate or the whole time? We've been living separate for about six months now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is fairly new. Okay. And so, um, that has sparked our relationship a lot in the sense of what we can do alone and separate and how we can make it work because we still have that fire that drive for sex but we can't touch each other so you know luckily the modern world we live in we get to make videos and facetime and all that and we've also part of our fire is we we tried an only fans and that was making an only fans so she had an only fans for a period of time oh okay Mm -hmm. and so that kind of that fueled a lot because there's a constant flow of videos and pictures and just stuff happening. Yeah. Hot content. Yeah, for sure. Did she make any money? No, not really. Just as she was starting to kind of pick up, 
Um, she decided it just wasn't worth it for how much she was being put into the public eye and how much the income was. It just wasn't worth it for us. Yeah, I guess. So, okay. Yeah. We're not fully open with the whole um, swinging relationship thing. We, we laugh and we joke and all of our close friends are well aware of it and they live off of our stories. But, um, you know, to the big open public, because we have kids and stuff, it, we aren't like that. We don't fly it everywhere. Yeah. We would because we are those personalities. Uh-huh. Uh, I for sure would put an upside down pineapple on my car and just see what I can see, see what it attracts. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've had a lot of fire in having to make it work from this distance. So we did a lot of video trading and with the OnlyFans, definitely we had a lot of fun content back and forth. I actually tried an OnlyFans. Um, and it wasn't so not, it wasn't very productive. Not a whole lot happened out of that. So far, I haven't made a dime, but I got my ass on the internet. Um, in looking through that OnlyFans world, it's also kind of given us another look into the swingers that are out there. And it, it's opened us both up because she's learning how to, had to learn how to be more communicative with her dirty talk and um, more role play scenario. So it's opened her mind up because that's always usually been my lead. So we've had a lot more to talk about, a lot more dirty sex talk. And then it led into, you know, the, the buy conversation again, which was where it's a whole new world to us, I guess, in the sense of just playing alone because we've always played together. And it, she, it, telling me how much it turned her on. And at first, I, I was a little skeptical. I'm like, okay, you say you're turning it on. It turns you on, but, you know, are you just doing this to make me happy? It then she would send me these videos of her playing with herself after conversations. And it did. It turned her on and made her extremely wet. So it, we pushed further. And it, we got to the point where I met this guy. And... He actually said, why don't you pull it out and I'll suck on it and send your wife a video. Mm-hmm. I can't argue with that at all. So that was the only kind of single guy experience we've had. I, well, I guess I can say I, I don't consider blowjobs very, very much anything to do with our passion, fun sex, right? Um, so for, for us, I mean, our real goal is to fucking be fucked. And that's what we're looking for. And that's what I'm looking for. So that's that's kind of what's led to where we are today. We actually, I, I've been to the adult store here. It's adult theater. And part of our, you know, exploring new things. And I was telling her about it. How, you know, I walked in there and there's just a bunch of guys just sitting back on couches very much an awkward scenario and i'm a very outgoing person so um my very first time i just went in there i kind of felt out the scenario and i i you know rub one out i i go there to buy lube and toys and whatever to keep life exciting Mm -hmm. and so um i walked in there the first time we just rubbed one out and i walked out so the second time i went in there I, i i got a little more adventurous i guess I I read the awkward room and I kind of started talking to people like, what are you into? What are you looking for? And it kind of led to a big, big jerk session where everyone was actually involved in talking to each other and having more fun than just sitting there awkwardly. So that, that was just my, my more outgoing personality. And that led to, you know, me being able to talk to her about other curiosities of you know, bringing her into a sex theater to have a bunch of guys jerk off onto her. And so that's, that's as our adventure continues, we'll just keep going that way. But while we were there, I did buy a sex doll, which is the first time for both of us. And it turns out that, you know, part of what we've used to keep our spark also is using the sex doll, making her videos. So, um, having sex with the doll and sending her videos of different angles and watching, watching it drip out 
and keeping the fire going that way. And she really enjoys that as well. I'm still waiting um, to meet up with this other guy. What other guy? And the the guy from Grinder. Okay, but like, let me ask you this: She lives two thousand miles away. She is your wife. Like, I mean, do you see each other at all in six months? Like, how do you go back and forth on the weekends? I mean, when do you actually see each other in person? And you know, how long do you plan on have you know living apart like this forever? <laughs> that hell, I don't know. I hope not forever. I'm hoping this is a short period of time. But I actually. Currently, I go back there about a week every a month, and I'm trying to make it so I'm back there, you know, half my time, a week, two weeks there and two weeks here kind of life. Right. Um, so, so when you see her, do you guys still like swing? Do you still hook up with couples? I mean, or is it just? We we do as long as we can we can make it work. We we definitely try to keep that going. Um, it, it it comes and goes and always has where you know we'll, we won't have you're not a doing couple. it every time yeah right yeah and then we'll have a couple and we'll meet with them and then we'll meet with the, the other guy and you know it it depends on the fire in life and you know getting to this point in life there's definitely been a lot of ups and downs um you know with us being two thousand miles apart mm-hmm. so uh, we do get time and when we when i am home we we definitely do participate in as much fun as we can, but, um, you know, picking me up at the airport and having sex in the parking lot kind of stuff and, you know, keeping it fun and exciting still. Mm-hmm. And how about the pegging? You still are very into that with her? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we plan on recording a nice fun pegging session here, hopefully today. Oh, she's <laughs> so by say, you? She's by you or you're by her? We actually, yeah, we are together right now. She's with me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's just finding the time to do it because this is a family vacation now. So uh, the good thing is, you know, having a house on both sides is you get that comfort and everyone's got their own rooms. And so it's just trying to find a way to make it up. Right. Now, does she know you listen to this show and that you're calling in? I mean, you guys are super open with each other. She does, actually. She, she does? She's, she listens to the show as well. We share, we actually share episodes, mm-hmm. uh, and she does know I'm calling in. She was really excited to find out I was calling in. Okay, so she'll be listening. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, can you send in pics for my Patreon if she knows, like, but anonymous yeah. pics? No, oh, absolutely, I can. So what's on your guys' bucket list? Is it the whole, like, full-on guy-on-guy experience? Do you want a top? Do you want a bottom? I mean, what is it that you're, like, hoping comes out of all this, like, guy on guy stuff that you kind of started but haven't yet finished totally ultimately the biggest thing on both of our bucket list is to have a guy on top of me on top of her she wants me to have that double sensation of being inside of her and having a guy inside of me oh okay so you're you're on top of her and then a guy's like you're doing her and the guy's doing you i get it Uh yes yeah yeah yep and that, that has been our number one bucket list since we've started this, really, since mm-hmm. we've had that conversation. Um, for sure, the number one. I, I have always had the, I, I want to say bukkake, but the whole come on the face thing isn't for me. But that experience of watching, uh, or gangbang, of watching a bunch of men, you know, come all over her or bang her. And it should, we'd be open for the gangbang. It's just that comfort of where we are with people. Right, finding all the people clean. that you're com- that you would be down with because you right. guys are picky. It's not like you're just gonna screw anyone. And we don't play with condoms, so it, that's also part of it. Is the condom takes out the experience? Oh, okay. So you don't play with the condom? No. So that's why you know part of the making sure we find the right people really helps. Right. 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 Hmm. So, uh, so that's where you guys are at now. I mean, it sounds like, uh, most likely, I mean, the guy who blew you, can't you get him to do that kind of scenario that you're looking for? You know, believe it or not, since I've been on Grindr trying to find people, I, I, am having a hard time finding guys that want to be with me and my wife. Really? Yes. Um, even this guy, he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm not really here to fuck women. I'm like... But we, we had a good compatibility, very much like-minded, and so I'm still feeling him out. 
you know. Yeah. But he he had, doesn't have that that interest to fuck women, so that's been that has been a challenge. Finding one or the other, finding a guy that will fuck another guy, or a guy that will fuck a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, which I didn't think would be such a challenge. I, I really didn't think, you know. But I guess it's just everyone's got their own taste. Yeah, and some that guy maybe that's you know he fucks a woman at home, his wife. You know, what I mean? like yeah. maybe he's just like you know, but he's not really into <laughs> it. He's secretly maybe just into guys, so that's what he's there for. But you'll probably find it. Keep looking. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that would be down for your scenario. Um, what did we call you again, Richard? Thanks, Richard, for calling in. I'm- I was gonna say, what kind of pictures would you like? Oh, send me, you know, and send me, like, people send in sexy pics, like rated R. I always say, like, nothing rated X. I don't post any kind of body parts fully showing. But, like, people send in sexy pics for if you want. But, like, the only reason why I ask for your wife, because she knows, you know, it would have to. I never have people send in pics of their partners because a lot most of the time their partners don't know about it. So, you know, if if it's a girl, she sends in a picture of herself. If it's a guy and he's talking about his wife, but she doesn't know, no fucking pictures. But since your wife does, if you want to send in sexy pics, of her and you you know that's fine yeah. but like i said rated are no face i cut out the face if you send me the face but you know it's all anonymous um but and i'll put them on my patreon and you, we all know you know you love for guys to be checking out your wife so they'll be you know that's the fun part of it for you <laughs> you'll know that oh, people yeah, are sure. over there <laughs> commenting right like that's you're into that I know I need to get on your Patreon. I haven't yet. I just listen to the podcast. Yeah, but you'll just know in your mind, you know, other people yep. are wife share. You know, it's like wifelover.com is where you go. Yeah. So, yep. um, so you know, just a couple sexy pics. That would be great. Okay. Yeah, I can do that for sure. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks. so much, Richard. Thanks for com- calling in and sharing your story. All right. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.